0: Live from the Fish Tank, it's your host Ronnie with another episode of the DZAC Fantasy Podcast. Uh, getting this done at 1 in the morning, thanks to uh, different commitments during the rest of the night. So, you know, the sacrifices I make for the rest of you. Uh, we got to go in today. Josh is on. Uh, it's been a minute since we've had Josh on, and well, you know, he's in all four sports. He's generally competitive. He makes smart moves he's always fun to talk to. This is a, a long overdue uh, return for him to the pod. So looking forward to the rest of you hearing that. Let's get right to it. All right, and now we welcome on our guest. It's been a little bit, but how are we doing tonight, Josh? Hey, Ronnie, good, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, how are we feeling about the uh, the resurgent whale hockey team?
1: Uh, you know what, It's um, I'm glad to see them doing so well and uh you know it's been a bit of an internal struggle fighting with myself and uh, you know i think other people might disagree with my uh, my methods here but refusing to call up what the what is he the third rank goalie uh and a couple other good skaters would definitely push my odds up a little bit more but i'm, I'm trying to write it out and see how it goes
0: yeah i mean it is a, a strategy, but you you do sit in fifth place. And, you know, I mean, hey, this very well could be a playoff team. So, I. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, I mean, I've uh,
1: faced, you know, the heavy hitters in the league and I feel like I've held up pretty well. I, I'm kind of discounting last week because Chris didn't get the goal he starts in. So, really, I think that should have been a 75 win and, you know, Matthews was hurt too. So, um, not sure if I could really beat him head to head, but made it close with Alex at least and can't remember what our head to head record is.
0: Uh, I've the only team I've lost to so far is Chris, so
1: Okay, so you must have beat me. So you know, I think it would be a toss up. I think and I think Paulo's team is actually really good too.
0: Yeah, that's actually like so a if, surprisingly good so team. I,
1: yeah, so you know it is what it is. And I think you know some of the, the trades like having Matthew Kachuk now, I mean, he's, he's, he's awesome. Um, and, uh, well, <laughs> I, I guess John Pedro, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not so sure about that one. I think that's more open for, for next year because he's actually been pretty bad. I think he's almost a point per game, but when he gives you, a, when he doesn't score, he gives you nothing
0: yeah i mean if so, any, if anything for your sake you know potentially that could be a situation where you know maybe a down year with columbus kind of being completely banked up and just in general not so great could uh perhaps give you a reasonable extension cost yeah yeah
1: exactly i think he has to be outside the top 25 wingers right so it's about seven spots out of there
0: so, well that's only his his left wing i think chris com. i think chris might combine them i i oh so oh okay i'm not 100 percent sure on that but
1: well he's, he's probably worse than if that's the case
0: <laughs> yeah i mean if he's outside the top 25 of his own wing i would assume there's probably at least 25 other guys on the right side that are for sure a better shape sure. but yeah definitely definitely fun to, to see your team finally pick it up a little bit i mean Coming out of the draft, I know I, I thought that was one of the stronger teams out there. But you know, you've had some pretty rough luck with injuries, namely Nikita Kucherov, who has been fantastic for you now that he's finally healthy. Oh yeah, he's, he's how many points is he on pace for? 120
1: or something? Um, it's really good.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's
1: been- yeah, I mean, you know, I think uh, it was an interesting take of trying to blow it up so early. Um, there were some good trades. There were some bad trades. Um, But, you know, what everybody wants to talk about are prospects, right? And I think, um, and maybe it might be good to get your take on this.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, You know, it's
1: a a bunch of highly ranked prospects and all, but, you know, at some point, these guys got to start doing something. So, you know, I do have some concerns when it comes to guys like, I don't know, Byfield. I know he's had some injury, some injury, bad injury luck. Um, And, you know, all these guys, of course, are still really young. Um, we're not going to talk about Nicholas Robertson, by the way.
0: <laughs> I mean, I um, I didn't really want to go there for you, for your sake. I, so.
1: I figured you it would come up. Well, it's, it's okay. I've, I've accepted it at, at this point. It's probably never going to happen for him.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, if it makes you feel any better, at least you got the better me in the. Oh, I'm sorry, you did not get the better me in the Ovechkin trade either. My bad. Um. Yeah, anyways. Well, you know
1: what trade I really like between us was
0: the Kyle Connor trade. I'm happy with that trade. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but, my end but, of it yeah. has been hurt all year, but I've I've liked but, it too so far. Yeah, well, that's how I can um, justify. <laughs> I mean, hey, Kyle Connor is a very very talented goal scorer. He's already got twenty one, probably gonna you know come close to forty. He shoots the puck a lot. Winnipeg's been surprisingly good offense, maybe not surprisingly, but they've been really good offensively. I mean, he's already got thirty two assists. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like everybody has low expectations. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't exactly a a big uh, Rick Bonus fan in terms of coaching. I mean, with what he did in Dallas the previous few years, I kind of expected them to be kind of boring as a team. But the offense has been there. So, but you did mention the prospects, and for what it's worth, coming into the season, just as a refresher, oh. I did have you first on the the preseason prospect rankings. So.
1: For for a second, so I I think I missed part of it, but um, yeah yeah I, I listened to that pod and I think you know I had a, high, a lot of high, highly ranked like, prospects, but uh, you know and I, I guess you can't just immediately expect everyone to burst into the league like a like economy type. It takes some time for these guys, but that's what I'm I'm trying to do. Just be patient and hopefully next year I can call up three four or five.
0: Yeah, patience. You know, kind
1: of make a run at it.
0: Yeah, patience is a very, very accurate description. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe don't, overly really patient, but that's okay. I mean, hey, you know, I mean, I, I can see the logic to it. You know, you're you're adding that extra year of, of cost certainty on these guys. You're, yeah. Uh, you're, you're waiting out Alex, Chris, and myself with some of our older guys or some of the guys we drafted that are going to have expiring contracts with prohibitively expensive extensions. And there's there's some logic. Yeah. There. Yeah.
1: There's some, I mean, on the other hand. uh, The way I was thinking about this is that I should probably call up Hunter, right? And if I really wanted to, I could extend him for, I mean, obviously it would be expensive, but total of like, what, 14 years? Um, So one, who knows what's going to (laughs) happen 14 years from now? But, um, um, you know, I I could do it. And he's like 23, so I'd have the entirety of his contract. So what's one year? What's one year, right? So that's kind of where I've... And how I've been trying to, that's how I've been thinking about it. But um, you know, I always just go back to uh, it's not my year. I'm going to wait it out, and uh, next year we're
0: going on, we're going all in. All right, I am maybe not looking forward to that so much. i got going to have some some interesting financial decisions to make this off season. So see, seeing yeah. an, another uh, strong competitor enter the mix, in addition to the, the three of us who have kind of more or less ruled the league for the last two and a half seasons, is not going to be a, a welcome sight for me but uh, <laughs> well it'll be it'll be good for everybody else yeah <laughs> outside of those I'll oh, go for it
1: oh no i was just gonna mention some of my contracts i still have some pretty not great contracts eh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean the one that I, i'm not sure what i was thinking was tanner janeau um yeah he hits a lot <laughs> he hits a lot but he's not worth six million a year i mean Uh-oh. it's not bad I think I should have done it too. If I did it two years ago, I wouldn't have cared, and I'd probably just cut them after this year. Um, either way, I'm not paying that. <laughs> yeah. So I'll cut them. I'll either try to cut them at the end of this year or next year, and then, I mean, I don't. Uh, the other guy is um, what's his name? Um, the Penguins guy. Uh. Uh. uh Ricardo, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah uh he's not so he's like not great the the term is really what's what's the issue on his contract just um he seems more like a waiver wire guy
0: i mean he's been like all right so far but i can see why you would be a little yeah yeah yeah. not to get like yeah not to get like super meta in terms of like strategy and whatnot but like it's the contracts like his that are like in that they 're not like at like the median of salaries so but they're kind of in like that like like kind of in the middle where they're like not really strong performers but they're not making like minimum salary those ones kind of bug me to have my team if i can avoid it
1: yeah yeah for sure but, so it's yeah I mean and there's some I think well actually i think the crew contract is not looking so good <laughs> yeah so yeah good that was gonna be the, uh yeah i should have probably went more in on uh, petrangelo but i don't think tom was gonna let anybody else get him i don't think he was gonna be outbid so yeah
0: i don't know if tom would have went like full corbin burns on petrangelo but
1: yeah he, he bit him up i think it's what not know it's around there it's per, per year so at that point i was out but he's been a lot better than uh has than been <laughs> I mean, but yeah also some interesting um, extension
0: positions at the end of the year too yeah, i mean you know you have to It'd be a real tough one to see if you want to bring back uh, Adam Fox. I'm sure.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. See,
0: I like to. I like to think, like to think <laughs> the Adam Fox trade probably makes up for some of the other trades you and I have made, even though I wasn't involved yeah. in it. But well, I mean, yeah. From my
1: perspective, at least, I think that that was probably my best trade. Um, yeah. I like the Kachuk trade a lot too i
0: mean Kyra's a really good player though yeah i mean so, Kachuk. I mean, uh, at this point kachuk has been like pretty much the only good thing from florida i mean you have uh barkov too obviously but they've been uh not so great as a team yeah,
1: yeah. so glad uh, to have him at least in that uh Kinecki. i think I, I don't think he like he's kind of has he ever had a year like this before i think uh
0: he had a really good like rookie year or second year i think
1: but yeah, yeah, hit him down here last year too. So this um you know, kind of bursting back onto the scene
0: has been pretty cool to see. Although yeah, I guess I drafted him, so that's not a, that's not a trade. but <laughs> Yeah, I mean it is his age, uh, 20, 21, and twenty two seasons he had. 24, 24, and twenty four goals in all three seasons. So he, and he's, oh, already, okay. he's already at twenty four now, so he's already tied his career high for goals. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, only twenty five too. Good lord, he's really young.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I got a couple of years on or one more year after this and, yeah, and I'm then, sure he'll be
0: getting an extension. And then to point out another one that I think is an absolutely fantastic contract. I think this is a free agent signing from you, but Rasmus Anderson has been really good for one million dollars.
1: Oh 000. yeah, that's yeah, been some great value. I think um, like that's like a no-brainer extension, I think. Um, yeah, what like? Yeah, I think it was last year I did like two years one mil or something per year.
0: I would assume at, at that price, you probably didn't have many people competing with you and well, worked out well.
1: Yeah, I think he was just one of those guys I picked up at the end of the agency and, you know,
0: people were filled up or they weren't interested. And then also expiring as a guy who is recently as like the first month of the season, I was completely dumping on, but Philip Peronick has played really well this year. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's been down a little bit lately, but... Um, you know, there's times where I was, uh, you know, I would look at the lines and he would be on the first power play unit. I was kind of confused. <laughs> like, why is like, why is he playing there over uh, Cider? But I think Cider's back on the first, first
0: power play. Yeah, I was pretty um, confused but yeah, there too.
1: But... Yeah, I don't know. That extension, I don't know about that. He, he might not make the cut. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, if anything, I would probably be. Like if I were in your shoes, I would be at least be considering it. I'm like, maybe a two or three year deal. I don't think I would go like a, a massive term on him, but
1: yeah, you know, I think it really depends on what I want to do with my goalies. Um, two of them are on expiring deals. So, uh, and, uh, Vanachek has been really good, but he's never had a year like this before and, uh, you know, goalies are good, so <laughs> yeah, it's hard to really trust a guy like that long term.
0: Yeah, for sure. But overall, though, what I mean, you're as I said, you're currently sitting fifth place. Uh, let's take a quick look at the the games back category. You are you're essentially tied with Paolo for fourth place. It's just that he has more wins and you have more more ties. But ESPN still has you at the same winning percentage in the same games back. So, what do you think are your odds? You know, assuming you don't make any call ups that you make the playoffs, how are you feeling about that? I
1: think they're pretty good. I, I feel like my schedule is favorable. Let me pull it up. Um, oh, great! Next week is against you, um, <laughs> but after that, I have Nate and Mike, Kevin, Jared. Uh, both the the. I think it might come down to the last two weeks. Uh, Paulo and Alex. Yeah, that's um, that's uh, that's tough. Yeah, so
0: it's not an ideal uh, way to I get yeah, I, to get in. No. No, certainly not.
1: I guess I'd have to kind of see how it goes for Paul over the next couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, it'll probably be one of the two of us who
0: sneaks in. Yeah. And that's really unfortunate for you that in uh, in base or uh, in hockey, um, it's mostly a counting stats um, sport, and you can't do what I did and just kind of have a, one, a really good Monday and just back in. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I think <laughs> ironically was also against you, was it not?
1: It was,
0: yeah, that yeah, it was, it was. I'm sorry about that.
1: Uh, I don't think it really affected anything, did
0: it? <laughs> I mean, it can it ensured that I got in, even though I did yeah, kind of put guys back in line up and still won. Anyway. At least. Yeah, but, all right. Anything else you want to touch on with hockey here? You're you know a four sport member, so you've got a decent yeah, yeah. talk to you. Yeah, we
1: can keep keep it moving, but uh, I think that's it. Just eye on those prospects,
0: and uh, I hope uh, we see some breakouts towards the end of the year. Oh, yeah, and I guess, you know, last, before before we move on from that, outside of, you know, the, the three kind of more prominent names in the NHL now, and Norris, Ottinger, and Boldy, uh, anyone in particular that you're, like, really excited for? Um,
1: I mean, that's a good, so I'm trying to get excited about Gunther, I think he's he's been playing on he's been he's had good deployment lately. Um, he's looking like a good player, and then Cooley, of course, um, so, you know, second overall pick for me last year. Um, he's probably a little bit further away, um, and I'm really I really like Byfield, but I want him to, <laughs> to show me a little, a little bit more. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm really hoping that Byfield figures things out. Oh, Rossi as well. I I, I like Rossi. But he's just had so much crap go his way, so I really want to see those guys turn it around, uh, come
0: contributing members of, of, the, of the squad in the next few years. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still optimistic on all of them. Rossi a little bit less so than the other two, but mm-hmm. yeah. And then Cooley in particular, he had a really good World Junior. So yeah. Always... Oh, Jiracek. Giro... Am I saying that right? Jiracek as well. I, so. I, I yeah. I mean, close. I, I think it's a Jiracek, but you're basically oh, saying it the same way. <laughs> It's, but, it's yeah, I don't have that many D-men prospects, yeah. aside from Byron, really. He's my yeah, that's an interesting one, too. Like, I mean, one, I, so. he's incredibly talented, just a matter of if his head is healthy enough long-term.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I feel like, you know, he's never going to get a shot at the top of the car.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs>
1: important. Like, almost the same age as him. Yeah. So, uh, so
0: yeah. Certainly we'll unfortunate. See on, we'll see on him. I, all right, and then do we want to just touch on the elephant in the room now and uh, do the do the football thing? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, right, let's get this out of the way here quick before I uh, before we can you know enjoy the rest of the podcast or at least I can. But yeah, I mean, you successfully finished uh, finished last, right?
1: I did. Yeah, I think I was two and eleven. Um, I was happy about one of those wins. You know, I was really happy to beat Mike um, because I have his, his first round pick. Yeah.
0: Me too, um, actually. I was very excited <laughs> that you also beat somebody else, so I wasn't the only one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that other, that other matchup,
1: um, yeah, I really was not trying to win that week. I'm okay. trying to pull up the, the, the numbers here. Was that the lowest scoring week?
0: I believe so, for,
1: yeah. Like any, any team or.
0: I don't know. I would have, have to go back and look. I don't really want to. That, I mean, I don't, just going through all the, the the schedules from previous years, but I, I can't imagine there would be a large number of matchups that challenge that one. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm
0: trying to find remember. it a Was it like week 9 oh, or something? 62.42 to 62.9.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh. I was I was really mad when, when ESPN did the little, try to do the Spotify recap thing and like, hey, do you remember that? I was not oh, yeah. expecting that. Yeah, I was really yeah. mad.
1: That was that was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, that was the week too.
0: You didn't have McCaffrey. You had uh, yeah Cooper was on bye. But, what what a disaster! <laughs> yeah, Matt Ryan was hurt. Uh, Naheem Hines put up a zero in his first week. I think that was his first week with Buffalo. Uh, KJ oh, Os- yeah, KJ yeah. Osborne put up a zero. Ronnie Rivers put up a zero. I don't know why I started the guy with his, with uh, a Ronnie with an IE, I should have known better than that.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, you could have started with Robert Woods. I mean, he was terrible all year, but yeah. I guess there was there was a question of who would be the second line back for the Rams that week.
0: Yeah, and the annoying thing too is that, uh, like Osborne had he wasn't like particularly prolific all year long. He had a couple nice big weeks, but for the most part, literally any other week that he had, like he he had to just catch one pass for zero yards. And I would have won, yeah, but, yeah, it was you know, he point. <laughs> put, up, put up a big fat zero, which was, yeah, yeah. He was, he's like the definition of
2: boosted, it seemed like I had him in another league, um, yeah, he had another time another league,
0: but I traded him. Um, it's fine,
1: but maybe he'll have a bigger role in um, feeling moves on and
0: retires. Yeah, that would be just fantastic if I could just replace one. Okay, Vikings receiver with another okay Vikings receiver. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm you know covering my bases with that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're but, Because that was the one. That was also the the Monday Night Football Saints game where Andy Dalton threw a late touchdown because the Ravens just decided they didn't want oh. to tackle because they were convinced he was out of bounds. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was. Oh God! Like that was. That was tough to watch. Yeah,
1: but I mean, yeah, they literally gave up on the play. I mean,
0: yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Du- doubly tough because like the entire league was practically watching Monday Night Football and just you know making my life miserable. Yeah, <laughs> for, for like yeah. a half hour after that.
1: <laughs> so, did you
0: finish what, uh, third worst? Uh, pull up. I mean, pull up my my belt standings. I can tell you because I did technically win the loser bracket. Um, very very proud of that, of course. Um but that doesn't factor into the standings. I have an 11 for football, so I was fourth from bottom. Oh, okay, well, good for Alex, I guess. Yeah, I, I beat out Keith, Nuts, and you.
1: So. Uh, okay, yeah, I found it. There we go. Well, let's hope that um, when the lottery comes around, um, that pick
0: does not go first overall. I mean, I've already accepted that it probably will. So, well, for my sake, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, for, for your sake, I hope <laughs> you know, it doesn't too.
1: That, that'd be a nice pick for me to have.
0: Yeah. Uh, how many firsts do you have this year? Uh, I think four. I have. Oh, jeez. Wow. Um, Mike's,
1: right. um, Chris's, and Nathan's. So I yeah. think Nathan's is well, his will be thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Chris's pick will be what eighth, eight, ninth, or tenth, something in that range. So. I'll a good
0: uh lottery with, us with uh with Mike's pick too. yeah that's a little unfortunate but, for you that with four firsts you quite literally cannot give every single one of those players a multi-year contract yeah yeah that's
1: something I don't know if I really thought about um,
0: but I you mean can only, uh,
1: you can only get one four-year contract
0: right yeah if you get a, a four or three or two then everything else is automatically a one yeah but you know not to you know Go too far strategy again but you know you could potentially try to move up a, a few spots using you know like Nathan's and you know maybe Chris's you can maybe move up to you know pick like five or something. Like that. yeah. yeah that's always on the table I think um well, we got to see what the
1: where the uh the lottery ends up but so it's something we can do the other thing is you know just give a one-year contract to whatever random running back and then just extend in the first year yeah um, it's
0: another way to kind of do it because their shelf life is, is is so short yep i totally agree he said totally not having already planned out a five-year deal for jonathan taylor in two years
1: <laughs> well i mean there are some exceptions right and you just eat the last two years of the contract if it, if it
0: was bad Yeah. I mean, I don't plan on being exactly competitive in his extension, so <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not yeah. too worried about it. But yeah, you um, gotta you gotta go for it now yeah. uh, it hasn't worked out the past couple
0: of years. Probably won't again this year, but you know. Uh with those picks, I don't wanna like put you on the spot yet because we haven't actually done the lottery, but do you have a particular quarterback of the uh the few names floating around that you would prefer to get the most, or are you gonna keep all that held uh, tight to the vest?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm not going to kind of my hand okay. there um okay. I'll, I'll, you'll, you'll if i do get the pick uh you'll you'll, you'll find
0: out um worth a shot
1: yeah i'm not gonna get too much away there
0: yeah. so, i said it was worth a shot i'm try- yeah. trying to get you know yeah. good good content for the pod but wow you have a really wide open salary cap too if you if you really want to lean into it I mean. yeah i do i think um i even um i'm needing some salary too i
1: think
0: yeah, I mean, you could, years, but... you know, depending, like, before extensions, if you were to, you know, maybe cut bait on Trubisky, uh, you'd have over $100 million. Or, I'm well, I guess him. you have Parham and not not going treated. back, but yeah.
1: Oh, no, he's still on my roster. I thought I traded him. Yeah, him and uh, Daryl Henderson, they're both gone. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 of that contract was uh, no harm about, right? But that's tough. I mean, looked it looked like he got so much money. I guess he, yeah, I guess he was the projected starter.
0: Yeah, I mean, Akers coming off uh, an Achilles injury, and it, it looked decent for Henderson at the start of the year, but yeah, that really went nowhere fast.
1: Yeah. So, uh, other than that, I
0: mean, Sam Darnold, but he looked honestly, good for like two weeks there at the end, and then, <laughs> he, then he really, really stunk it up in the, the final week.
1: Yeah. So you know, and we had we had a fun ride with Mike White. Probably extended just because why not? But I'm not really expecting it to be a solution or for or for the Jets. Um so yeah, I got some quarterbacks that I'll probably just string along for a little bit longer, cut them and then shoot. Why not? Is it okay back up?
0: Yeah, I mean it's especially in, in this league with how scarce the position is. I mean it's I mean, especially in like your situation where I mean, not trying to like talk down or anything, but like there's definitely, you know, less pressure on you to to win now um you can easily kind of you know just, like you did this year you can just dash a few guys and you know hey a couple injuries break your way and all of a sudden you got you know useful players yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly i mean i, I think at some point i want to start thinking about the all sport again um the problem is going to be basketball my timeline there in two years that team's going to be a mess
2: <laughs> yeah. um,
1: so the, the the football and the basketball rebuilds are not going to overlap with so that, um, but we'll, we'll see. Maybe I can do some finagling basketball, um, next year or something.
0: I mean, hey, you know, maybe you can find, maybe you can uh, try to get out in front of those extensions and just trade one of them away for like, you know, like a, a really good chance to first overall pick like Mike did with Trey Young. Yeah,
1: there you go. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm fairly stubborn when it comes to trade negotiations. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that probably won't happen,
0: at least this year. Yeah, I I just do not want to, to pass up a you know a chance to take a shot at you know trading a really good chance at Wemba Nyama for freaking Trey No, is what it is. It, it was less less about you, more about me just wanting to be mean. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we can move over to the basketball side of things now, if you if you want. I I know I would prefer <laughs> sure. to get off of football. I don't want to really like time about football at the moment, so yeah,
1: that's okay. We can. It's the season's over. I think it. We can
0: reach on. yeah we can we can move on from one disappointment for you to well i guess it was a, a success considering you got the top odds but uh perhaps a, a a disappointing uh basketball season for you to this point even though your, your team on paper is absolutely loaded but just yeah
1: and i think even, even the stuff. roto tables i think what was I a second or third
0: wow. yeah you're i'll pull it up real quick you're you're definitely so, very competitive there
1: yeah i think uh, i've just been like really frustrated with the basketball this year um and i mean uh, of course this is somewhat self-inflicted but my team is really built around my three or four best players and right now they're all on uh, they're all out So <laughs> that makes things a little bit a little bit frustrating to uh, follow things day in day out and i think um you know the whole situation with john has been frustrating too, with all of his rest days. And I, I get it because, you know, um, and we, he, he injured or he was playing on like a hybrid team or something last year. And they want to keep them fresh, but from a fantasy perspective, it's really, it's pretty frustrating.
0: Yeah. It's really weird to look down and see Giannis at 26th on the player rater for power forwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. He's had some, like he's had some great games of course but he's had some just terrible games too so, um
0: yeah i think that's his percentage is really weighing him down which is
1: oh yeah his free his free throw percentage has been actually really bad this year but i mean you know i think i'm in, what, am I in sixth place right now um that's all you need to get into the playoffs so hopefully i sneak in and ad comes back and kd eventually will be back and know uh, who knows what will happen in the playoffs Hopefully, able to, to make some noise, but you gotta you gotta sneak in first.
0: Yeah, I mean you've done it before, right? You didn't? Were you not the inaugural basketball champion?
1: Yep, I, I was. So I'm, I'm glad I'll always have that. Um, that's my that's my only championship in, in DSAC. Um, so yeah. at least I've got that. And, uh, it worked once with the roster, so we'll see if it can happen again. But yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of good teams now. Um, just in our league, I think.
0: I think what are there, like three or four teams like only, like under ten games behind me or something like that. Yeah, this is a, a really really competitive league for the first time in a while. And for the record, you are third on the road table. So third, okay, yeah. So, but I mean, looking at it right now, so you, you said Yeah, you sit sixth. You're only nineteen games back of first place. <laughs> um, well, wow.
1: Alex is wrong with, with
0: that. Yeah, well, I mean, the fact that you know you're you know in sixth place and the gap is. You know, if that's really not like that big of a game. Yeah, so it, it's less of like Alex has run away with it, because he kinda has, but it's more the fact that the, the teams behind between him and yourself have kept this, you know, pretty close and all 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 around a, a generally very competitive playoff race at right this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it'll be interesting the next uh how weeks so are in the season. So it'll, it'll be it'll be pretty tight down the stretch here.
0: Yeah, and then looking at the uh, the scoreboard real quick, it is really unfortunate that um, Alex, you know, look, luck- I don't want to say luckily for him. I mean, he's in first place; he's going to roll through pretty much anybody. But the the week that he plays Chris, who's in third place, is the week that Chris is missing essentially DeRozan and Levine for the whole week. They play one game against the Pistons, but it's a Paris game, so with travel. They play one whole may one whole game this matchup period. So Alex's gain, unfortunately, it'll probably you know push him even farther ahead, but with you playing up against Kevin, perhaps that could help you gain ground on Chris, maybe?
1: Yeah, potentially, I think. uh yeah, only like five games back to Chris, so at this point, Alex is going to come in first anyway. So if, if he could kind of take down all the good guys in between us, that would help me out a lot. Yeah. And I, there's only, what, six, including this week, there's only six more uh, matchups left before the start, it looks like. So.
0: Yeah, yeah de- I definitely like the move to at least shorten up the basketball regular season so we don't have freaking like jalen horde and
1: oh yeah, wh- wh- yeah whoever yeah, totally. else
0: was on the Thunder kind of deciding things that was really annoying with that. totally totally i think yeah
1: there's a lot of things yeah <laughs> that, that was um yeah and no, i think that it was a good decision to, to shorten the, the basketball season even though it happens even though uh, resting is worse at the end of the season um, but it still happens throughout the year uh,
0: Throughout the the regular season, so
1: yeah,
0: but you won't you won't have um, like, but, yeah. You're not going to see the Thunder like waving a a guy who was already in a ten day because he had like twenty points. Like, oh, we can't have that. We can't have that. Um, we, we gotta get a, we gotta get the worst guy in on the ten day. Yeah, yeah. That's what
1: well, congrats again, Barry. <laughs>
0: oh, jeez. Yeah, so. You know, you you kind of alluded to this off the top there, but you're not exactly thrilled about the uh, long-term outlook of this team here. I mean, and even looking at your roster itself, you know, you have your your big three. But outside of that, there's really, you know, only like a a couple of guys on like more than like a few million dollars.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then I think after – I I, I don't know what happened, but my planning really was poor. Um, If you look at 2023, I've got one, two, three, four five like six guys on expiring contracts um i think the decision will be easy at that point maybe but uh it's, that's another thing to consider i'm gonna lose some, some people after next year
0: yeah i mean yeah i mean one of those guys is in a, a much lesser role now in a new team one of them is kind of getting even older you know i mean well we're all aren't we all getting a little older though um <laughs> but yeah yeah no i think um yeah there are some
1: i think it might be obvious but if i had you know scaled it out a little bit better where i had it or if i staggered it a little bit better that um it would have just been you know it would have benefited me a little bit more um in terms of trying to extend my um you know my playoff goals, even if these guys are not the same players that they used to be
0: yeah i mean you know i mean there's I, I, it could have been worse for you. I think um, you should still be very competitive through at least twenty twenty four.
1: Yeah, and I think yeah, you know, at that point, you know, hopefully we'll be able to make some decent free agent um, signings. Although I think that didn't go so well. I had like no cap space this year. To be fair, yeah. Um, but yeah, they will have to kind of take a different strategy. When,
0: yeah, and in uh, kind of yeah. in a, in a bit of a twisted way. Um, when it comes to trying to, you know, quote unquote, keep the band together, you you did pick three guys who are gonna all you can all pencil them in for like you know, like ten to fifteen missed games a year. Or so, hey, <laughs> yeah, may, maybe, yeah. maybe you get a little lucky and you only get the second tier of extension costs. I'm wondering who. Yeah, that's, that's true, because um, yeah, those guys are, yeah, they're gonna be expensive. Um, but who knows? Maybe AD will miss uh, all the entire 2024
1: season. Might
0: work out for me, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would be, uh, li- yeah, I would be lying if I didn't have, you know, like, well, could I withstand, you know, like Bryce Harbor missing his contract here and allowing you to know, extend him for really cheap? But, like, yeah, um, well, Bryce. I think he, I don't know
1: how many years he has left, but I'm assuming you'll be like right in the middle of your contention window at that point, yeah,
0: yeah. I would just use name as an example of a player I would like to keep for as long as I possibly oh, can, but yeah, yeah, gotcha. That's, i certainly don't want to lose bryce harper ever to injury for what it's worth I want, to, I want to make that very crystal clear here before alex you know spends the next three years in the chat like it's typical ronnie wishing injuries on his players for his own financial benefit <laughs> I, mean, I won't be able to escape that i'm sure but yeah, probably not either way i would really not want to run into your team in the basketball playoffs if i were you know one of the you know the top few seeds there where, uh, you know, I don't want to be the unlucky person who gets matched up with you.
1: Yeah, well, uh, hopefully I don't end up in the sixth seed because I think that's the one way to get to uh, face Alex in the second round. Um, yeah. So
0: let's hope I can move up as well, well or two. I mean, luckily for you, history is on your side there as Alex has yet to win a single playoff basketball matchup. So yeah, maybe no, that's, that's what you that's actually sure, want. Actually. You should be actively
1: wanting to play you just know the frostbite choke choking, choking away i mean hey you never know with the uh playoff schedule that might be beneficial to him yeah i was just gonna have a, a, a good
0: old case of global warming putting that polar bear in the water and the whale can you know, <laughs> have a nice snack um yeah and i guess that's anything else you had on on basketball there oh uh,
1: i don't think so i think uh, that's
0: everything. All right. Well, that leaves one final sport here and we're we're finally getting into that period of time. I don't know if, if you're like, you know, like me and Mike are, but uh, big, big fantasy baseball guys. My per- personally my favorite fantasy sport. How excited uh, are you? Yeah, yeah me too. I, okay, cool. Yeah, I think um a basketball and hockey are they're they're fun, but you know, especially after
1: football, so you kind of you get a little I don't know. They're not just not as um, intriguing. To me, and uh, I mean, basically, that's how I, you know, really got into fantasy sports was was, was baseball. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I'm trying not to look too far ahead because we still got what, like, three months, two months. Well, um, pitchers I guess like two like, and yeah. two and a half by now.
0: But yeah, pitchers and catchers are about a month out. I know roughly the rule of thumb is like Valentine's Day time is usually when that starts to happen. So, you know, about two and a half months, like you said. So we're getting there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and you know, free agency—that—that that was pretty. It's been a wild offseason, I think, for for baseball. Um, so that—that's been entertaining. Um, Wish the Yankees kind of did a little bit more on offense, but you know,
2: yeah.
1: we'll, we'll see what
0: happens. Um, but overall, how are you feeling about uh, about your your chances this year for baseball? Yeah. Um. Well be honest i think i a little bit worried
1: about the offense as a whole um i feel like that's my offense was just uh, non-existent for a, for a big chunk of the end of, of last year um and I, you know I, have, I was playing guys like Floyd, like seth brown and nick gordon um so i'm not really sure why that happened but um well i
0: mean it's still a little concerned about the offense as a whole. Yeah, I mean on the Braid side, you do still have you know Goldschmidt and Arenado kind of supposedly you know at still at the top of yeah. the game, but yeah, Let, let's hope so. They, I mean, they were literally trying to drag me through the end of the season and, and the playoffs, but they, they just couldn't they couldn't carry they couldn't carry the weight. Um, I mean, so yeah, I mean. Uh, no, go ahead. I was gonna say because Goldschmidt won MVP. Was Art was do not like third in MVP voting? Oh, I
1: don't know. He was. He, he was. Be, he had to be at least five, right? But yeah, was he third? Yeah, he was third. So
0: yeah. Okay. You know, the two of the top three nationally getters on your team. Yeah. Yeah. know. I mean, they, they were
1: they were great, but um, yeah. I mean, there's some guys who I'm getting a little worried about.
0: Catal um, Marte. I had much higher expectations for, the, for him than how he performed. Me too. Um, uh, that was, was the guy who, like, when I joined Tom's team in the startup, I think Catal Marte was like one of like the first guys I had like really heavy input in drafting for Tom.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I really liked him as a player, but I, I don't know. Maybe he just needs to get out of Arizona. But or maybe he just needs to don't the, think that's going to happen. Maybe he just needs a rabbit ball back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that. Yeah. That kind of. Really, a lot of players um and then of course wander franco i think um he's been he's been okay i guess but he certainly has not been the player that i anticipated from a fantasy standpoint at least
0: so um, i really need him to kind of turn it on um and then you also kind of have i mean kind of pains me to say it to as a fellow yankee fan but i mean stanton's last you know you did, Looking at two more years of him, I, I'm i not sure he's yeah, going to quite live up to that price tag. I'd like to think he probably, can, but
1: yeah. Probably not, and he'll probably lose outfield eligibility at some point, if not this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this year, I mean, he, he, what, he, he, did he get 30 homers this year? I
0: don't think he played um, enough to get there.
1: Yeah, he had, like, maybe 20, 25. I don't remember exactly, but, yeah, the, um, the like, his average was, low 200s it's not good um, yeah oh he
0: did he had 31 homers this year but oh, on, okay, on a uh, 211 batting average yeah and they came in they came in bunches so there was big stretches of the season where
1: he just didn't do anything for if he was either injured or just playing terribly um George Springer is always injured. <laughs> Xander Bogarts, he's good, but he doesn't have any power. Like, what do you have, 15 home runs or something? Um, Sal Perez breast. So, yeah, I mean, a little bit of concern across the board for for the offense.
0: Yeah, 15 on the dot for Bogarts last year.
1: Yeah, 15. I mean, that's – his OPS was, like, in the 800s. I think it was, like, 850 at least. So, I mean, that was good. But yeah, real I had, sure. more homers. Yeah.
0: I mean from the shortstop position though, I mean I, I think I would be happy with fifteen homers, generally speaking, with what he he brings and you know, all the runs in RBIs.
1: Yeah, um, I, uh, I feel uh, like I'm I, I want a little bit more for, you know, his pedigree and usually like how high he's ranked in, you know, different dynasty yeah. and stuff. He's usually pretty
0: high, but I sometimes it just feels like he's not giving me back the the return. But yeah, and, and really unfortunate that he's moving from Boston to San Diego, which is you know, Yeah, like, I don't think that's gonna help his um, his power numbers. Yeah, like it's you know, kind of uh infamously San Diego at the it's called I think it's called the marine layer down there where it's you know, thicker air up you know they get the ball in the air is just a little too thick and it just doesn't carry the same
1: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have the monster anymore to, to poke him over. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, on the bright side I think um one well, we'll see how um still so world series mvp kind of plays this year but um it wasn't i, I feel like he, he was okay regular right season last year jeremy pena um but he was amazing in the playoffs. so hopefully he can, he can kind of build off that and um get himself called up early early next year
0: yeah like um, i i think generally speaking like it's down for maintenance now but like i'm pretty sure he, he was like well outside the top 10 shortstops last year for our purposes yeah I think, kind of it I think he was i think his um
1: rate stats weren't very good um yeah
0: 253 hitter 715 OPS.
1: yeah Yeah, well i guess maybe that's kind of average, but i think he's still he's still 22 Um, homers 11 steals 20 and 11. yeah yeah i mean honestly that's probably the hopefully he can improve upon that but it would
0: be a upgrade over certain players on (laughs) on my team currently so i mean look there there's a reason why you know you and I had a brief back and forth about uh, one of your shortstops in this earlier in the off season because I currently have nobody at the position because Josh oh. Ro- Josh Rojas is there on the sheet, but I don't think he's going to have that eligibility this year because I don't think he's in yeah. a single game there. So, oh
1: okay, well I have uh, four. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I think I'll have four starting shortstops. Um, so you know it just kind of happened that way, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I there are other positions I'm kind of weak at um, corner infield, I think aside from coachman uh i don't really think
0: i have Well, coachman aeronauta obviously but yeah yeah my my
1: third option is luke voigt <laughs> he's
0: certainly he have, he's not even
1: on the team right
0: now um is he is he really not signed yet i don't think so oh, that's
1: great. i don't think
0: so yeah. i feel like yeah. It looks like yeah still for him for him i like him but um... yeah he, he was real fun with the yankees too like i it just I'm surprised he's still a free agent. He's, he's going to be 32 when the season starts, but like. I yeah,
1: I mean, maybe he's holding out for a better. I'm sure he's getting offers, but maybe he just wants more than teams are willing to live him. But I mean, I'm but, sure it'll be. Maybe it's not a minor league contract. Who
0: knows? Yeah, I mean, he was a little worse with Washington than he was with San Diego, but on the whole, he still had 106 OPS plus last year, hit 22 homers. I mean, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I mean, he deserves a contract. I mean, I kind of, you know, poo pooed this guy in the chat, but like, Melton Cruz is on the team this year. In... <laughs>
1: he get like a $1 million contract or something. Yeah. <laughs> I saw
0: that. Yes. But, you know, still, it's not like it's like a minor league contract with a major league. Yeah. Camp bite. You know, it's still, you know, a guaranteed major league contract. And he hit 10 homers and had a 90 OPS plus last year. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. You tell me. Yeah, well, maybe he'll get signed. But I think, um, and there's some guys I had to cut last
1: year because they were so, they were terrible. Field. And Nelson Cruz—that's kind of why I thought of it. Um, yeah. Eduardo Escobar had to cut him too. I think he, he might have been a little bit better in the second half, and maybe I should have held on. But um, yeah, he I mean, was—he yeah. was, was not good most of the year.
0: Yeah. If if only you had another corner infielder, right? If only, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all in all, though, I mean, this is a really strong team, top to bottom, though. All things considered. But,
1: yeah. Yeah, i think well we to, to haven't touched on it yet but I, I i do like my pitching staff um, yep. a lot i think i could i could probably use another like solid reliever mm-hmm. but um you know i always like to pick random guys up in for either free agency or off waivers i think like i just signed scott parlo for good. Okay, i thought i signed him for two years off to double check on that um but for 500k and he was pretty good for me um but having class a he's uh wow he's good um yeah so, to have him for the next few years too. Um but I really like my starters and there's a couple guys that I'm, you know oh don't I just saw Nick Castellanos his name. I don't even want to <laughs> I don't even <laughs> yeah. want to talk about that. Yeah. Um like we mm-hmm. you know there's some some other guys I'm excited about. Hopefully John Means can kind of get back and I mean maybe my hope shouldn't be high for Chris sale but he's got to be able to pitch at some point, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I was, I was going to mention means like, is like, do you happen to know offhand if he's expected back at any point in the latter half of the year? Or?
1: I think, I think he's at least expected back second half because he, he got out. injured like in April. Yeah. Um, I think it was in April. He, he started like one or two games. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't know how effective it would be, um, but he should at least,
0: um, back towards the end of the year. Um, Yeah, but I mean, especially with your starters, though, the fact that you have Framber Valdez and Logan Webb signed at a combined half of a Corbin Burns—that's pretty good value. Yeah, yeah,
1: um, that's—I'll take that. And I think our other guy, Rangers Suarez, he's fine. I'm not like that high, but he started out terribly last year. I considered cutting him. Um, Glad I held on because he he was okay second half of the year. um, Guys like well, Charlie Warren, we'll see about him. Um, I was really high on him last year. Uh, it didn't, just didn't work out, but he's always got some pretty good upside. Um, I feel like he, had he, a, he doesn't age out of
0: it. I feel like he had a better second half. Did he not?
1: Um, I feel like he did, but he would have those games where he just goes five or six
0: runs. So yeah, he and is just ups Is now a bad time to mention that he is thirty-nine?
1: No, that's okay. I heard I so he's an old man. <laughs> all right.
0: I mean, I, I just you know you said you know maybe he just ages out of it. Like,
1: oh maybe. <laughs> oh uh, yeah exactly. well wow. yeah and then uh,
0: of course kevin gossman um yeah that's great he's a great pitcher you have a real oh, love-hate relationship five, with so. him don't you what's that you have a real love-hate relationship with him don't you you either hate him or you love him
1: <laughs> i think it's just because
0: his name is so easy to,
1: to make fun of that's fair. um just call him the ass man
0: there's, there's, there's nothing like what you're able to do. Like you have a way with words and just coming up with the meaning nicknames for, for players.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's some guys who I just like struggled to do it for. I think like Nelson Cruz. Oh man, I was
0: so mad at him last year, and I couldn't come up with any, any good names to, to uh, call him either. So N- Nelson, um, Nelson, Poos.
1: Yeah, Nelson Poos. There you go. Well, I have one for Jose I forget what I called him. I have a good one for him i think
0: so yeah like that sounds familiar too but i i also didn't like it on
1: got a great one for paul goldschmidt but he doesn't deserve that
0: yeah yeah he's, yeah. he's, he's too good <laughs> yeah. winning a real fmvp award should give chip I at least an extra year of you know
1: yeah yeah there's no way i can't like even if he's like mediocre this year he's uh he's kind of earned a stand of execution there yeah um but yeah, I think um, I don't know. I think I got some okay prospects. Um, yeah. We'll see, not really expecting anything in the immediate future aside from uh, paying you, though.
0: Yeah, definitely a system that is like not particularly deep. You only got you know thirteen guys down there at the moment.
1: Yeah. So. It's I, not think, bad. I think I have. Well, no. I think I trade. Did I trade away my first? So, yeah. No. No. it was my second. I still have my first this year. And I have a lot of my picks for the next three years, so I only have traded by one.
2: Yeah.
1: So hopefully, you know, I got, I think Pena was like a third round, or maybe it's like a fifth round pick. Um, so, I mean, it seems like in baseball, you can just pick up guys like at any point in the draft, and they might turn out to be
0: starters in the league. Pena was a sixth round pick for you. Oh, a sixth round pick, yeah. Yeah, he was in the, the 2021 draft where we had to make it an extra round because the uh, of COVID reasons. Oh, okay. Because okay. we, we didn't really have, because we just did the, the, the Roto season, obviously, and then that was the first draft out of that. So we didn't really have a good good leg to stand on for, like, actually making it a fixed-order draft. So yeah, we, we right. Had to add okay. extra, yeah, we had to add an extra round to make sure it snaked properly. And gotcha. Well, we I really, think that worked
1: out because I was able to grab a opinion that here.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, right. I think, uh, well, here, I'll give you, so. I have one little tidbit, I guess. And I think this is probably going to reflect poorly on me, but this is back when, uh, when Spencer was still in the league. And, uh, so, so I'll, I'll tell you a trade and if, I'll tell you a trade that he offered me that I turned down that in hindsight looks terrible. So
0: I'm all for this. I love this. You stuff. ready? You ready? Okay. So, he, <laughs> uh, I'm going to get flamed for this. I
1: know, but, uh, he offered me Aaron judge for this for Nick Castellanos. And uh, save and I turned it down.
0: Castanos and who?
1: Sixto Sanchez. Oh my god! No, no, this cow. was back in like I think it was it was 2020 or whatever. So at the time, was, he you know, he had like 35 hormones I was like, yeah, he's he's really good. And then I was also super high on Sixto. Um, and this was kind of back when, you know, obviously he's a great player, but he had some injury concerns and and and, and all that stuff. So um but yeah you can you can bash me now i think it's uh obviously i should have taken that trade and that would have kind of transformed my team yeah imagine the last have, couple of years
0: um those. could have had both mvp winners on the team at once
1: that's, yeah yeah that would have been that would have been nice and um, that's the one i think that's the one i beat myself up even more so than not the OV and uh Panarin trade so
0: yeah, and then what that's he, a tough one. And then the the final move there ended uh-huh. up being when he did finally move him was I think it was kind of middle of twenty twenty one. Yeah, it was well, this wasn't too bad. It was Judge and Judge Pashena first for Mookie Betts, which eh, I guess maybe that hasn't aged as well as it could. have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but
1: yeah, it would be, be nice to have Aaron Judge on my team. <laughs>
0: I mean, hey, I'm sure I've we heard. all have, you know, trades we wish we, you know, like theoreticals that we, you know, we didn't actually follow through with that we wish we did. So, yeah, no, yeah,
1: there's, there's so many. Um, yeah, and, and even trades that you regret. So, what are you going to do?
0: just
1: got to move on and uh, hopefully cast is a
0: terrible this year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, we'll see. Surely he can't be that bad, right? I mean, Citizens Bank ballpark, you yeah. Yeah, so I, don't,
1: I don't park know what is, to I mean, he was really good in twenty twenty one. He was—I uh, don't, I don't forget what his ranking was. I think he was at least like a top ten outfielder. Um, I want
0: to say probably. I um, mean, you know, 34, not, yeah, 34 homers, hundred RBIs, ninety five runs, hit three hundred nine. That should be a top ten guy. For, at least yeah, he
1: was. It was awesome. I, he might even—I don't—I don't remember how many homers Judge hit that year, but um, maybe fully or something. But uh, yeah, no, he was really good so hopefully he can kind of figure that out because he
0: really crippled my last year yeah i i would be i don't really see how he could possibly have at least from a counting stats standpoint be that low again i mean as i mentioned like philadelphia is a pretty hitter friendly park i mean i i would yeah. i would hope that he can at least you know hit like 20 25 homers and you know be hopefully in a 75 or higher range for runs in rbi but
1: yeah his the
0: lineup's great
1: too, so I don't know, hopefully it was just a down here. It's not that old, I think what twenty nine
0: maybe. he'll um, be thirty one when the season starts.
1: Oh okay, well,
0: I mean that's really not bad that old.
1: Though. that's that's not. yeah that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think another guy I picked up was Hayden wasnesky. wasnesky yep. Um, I don't know if he has a rotation spot, but he might be a nice, cheap uh, extension that I try out and kind of see where it goes and uh, Cubs, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the Yankees uh foreman that they, they traded.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah I
1: think so. for ross Yeah. Um, so, oh, and then, yeah,
0: he, he shouldn't have much competition there in, in Chicago.
1: I would hope. Yeah, I mean, hey, there's like those random guys like Justin Steele and some, some other, I forget, there's some other, uh, oh, Keyla uh, Key and something, that guy that got the oh, stadium last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I would hope that they for to give Lesnaski a shot yeah.
0: over those guys, but I think Strowman might still be there. Um, I know Jamison Tyone mm-hmm. is there now, and I know he won't be giving up any rotation spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will be a starter for them. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still, you know, disappointed that, you know, we let him walk. I mean, I get it, but man, I liked him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would be, I would rather have him than Montas. I mean, <laughs>
0: did, did you see that Montas is apparently maybe even <laughs> b- farther behind in his rehab than we thought? No. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, he's going to miss the first month of the season. Who knows? I mean, you can't really bank on him for the anything, honestly. Like, what you can't really expect anything out of, out of him. Um, he hasn't shown you anything on the Yankees.
0: Yeah, I, I thought the trade was fine as it was. You know, I didn't, you know, I, I thought maybe, you know, Seattle overpaid for Castillo and like we had done, you know, halfway decent and in, in getting a, uh, uh, you know, a, a slightly worse pitcher at a much reduced cost. But, geez, or oh, Pete, he had a, a 6'35 ERA for the Yankees and 39 and two-thirds innings. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. I think it's terrible he had Like
1: maybe one good start. Yeah.
0: And then Castillo was lights out for the Mariners. So. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I think both had. I don't know if did Castillo had injury
1: concerns. I think he had, had some. I feel like it was something. But um, yeah, obviously the injury aspect of the long trade has not worked out. So it would be nice
0: to have a tie on. But. Oh, well, is what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think the rotation's better with Rodon now than it was at the end of last year anyway. So yeah, yeah, for sure. If uh,
1: Herman is a fifth starter, it's fine.
0: Yeah. All right. Anything else you had down there on, uh, on baseball or? Uh, I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered it all. So anything more like general, you know, not necessarily related to one of your teams or? Um... Uh,
1: I don't think I got anything else, honestly. I think uh, we've been going for about an hour, or so we can, uh, we can end it, I think. Um, yeah, just looking forward to the end of the hockey and uh, basketball season. So hopefully I can sneak into the playoffs, and then, uh, you know, let's get baseball going, hopefully. Oh, and uh,
0: of course, let's get that lotto, of football lotto. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't blame the itching right now. I mean, we've we've already passed the declaration deadline for players going into the draft. So, yeah, you
1: know,
0: okay, I, yeah. I, so, I, I think you should, you know, maybe you know, not so subtly keep hinting about that in the chat. I know.
1: I I know Alex has been doing it a, doing it a lot. and uh, I've done it once or twice. Yeah, I mean, I'm not yeah. sure Chris is aware. He's just he's just toying
0: with us. Yeah, I don't even think we've done the baseball one yet, have we? No, I don't think so.
1: Although I haven't paid as as close attention to that because my pick is I think, later on. I mean, yeah. But, but still,
0: I was just saying for you know, like, timely purposes. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think, yeah, I mean, I guess, um, I guess the baseball one will, will come first. Well, actually, well, yeah. no, no, I won't. Think that's, no, because, yeah, no, the, the draft's in the middle of the, the season, right? I forget. Yeah. You know? So. Oh, well. Football, football draft that'll be our next one looking forward to, uh i am no, not looking forward i'm looking forward to that draft so that yeah. hopefully it'll be
1: a fun uh good model for me and
0: uh, a fun draft yeah all right well thanks for coming on always good to to catch up with you on these things because you know you're always mostly competitive in all these sports so there's always fun things to talk about yeah yeah thanks for having me on and uh talk to you later all right have a good
1: night
0: yeah you too all right Let's get into the recap portion of the pod. And before we start talking about individual sports, let's talk about trades. We had two of them this past week, one of which was kind of fun. Uh, I don't think we've had a three-way yet in baseball, but we had one over the weekend uh, between myself, Alex, and Tom. The breakdown is Alex sends a Eugenio Suarez to me. He sends a 2025 second-rounder, belonging to Keefe, to Tom. I send Lars Nupar to Alex, Uh, I send Jake McCarthy to Tom, and then Tom sends a fourth to me, and Tom sends a Jake McCarthy with an extension uh, to Alex. So the breakdown is I get a Eugenio Suarez and a fourth in exchange for the extension rights to two players. Alex gets Nupar's extension rights, and he gets an extended Jake McCarthy from Tom. Tom basically turns a fourth rounder into a second rounder thanks to using an extension. And uh, I'm all forked up with the other trade. I, In general here, I think it works for, for uh, all three parties here. Tom has minimal investment in this, and he gets a, a nice little pick upgrade in terms of rounds. Um, I move on from two guys whom I, quite frankly, couldn't keep, uh, thanks to the extension cap, and I get a roster player and a, just a draft pick back. And then Alex gets to lock in two players he wanted at a price that is cost-controlled, and he doesn't have to worry about free agency and bidding on those players. So every team, every owner, got what they wanted. And the other trade was Sean sending future cap space to ping in exchange for Dylan Brooks. Um, I hate this for Sean, only because of the timing. Like, Sean, come on, dude. Make this trade next week. You have the big tank bowl this week. You're facing off against Nut, I believe. You're trying to get better during this matchup? No, no, no. Come on, man. Have that handshake deal with Ping and just execute it on, on Sunday night. No need to be getting better during this matchup, dude. Come on. But the, the timing aside, I thought this went, you know, decently well for... For both sides, it's a very minimal cost to get Dylan Brooks, who is objectively a rosterable player in our league. So, hard to beat that. Sean has no real need for that cap space in 2025. He just is not going to have a bevy of players taking up cap at that point in time. Ping, however, will likely need that. Although, maybe he won't be because all the injury-prone players on his team, he'll probably have a good chunk of players on IR at all times to free up space that way. And let's move right into hockey. Start off with yeah, let's just do the recaps first. First matchup sees Paolo really taking to the Tom eleven to zero to one. Uh Paolo gets a win, ninety-nine saves, a two three eight goals against and a nine three four save percentage from UC Saros. He gets four goals, two assists, three SDPs from TriCidal, three SDPs from Reinhardt, goal, four assists, eighteen shots from Elias Pettersson, a goal, three assists, four defense points from Slavin. Three goals, three assists, three STPs from Braden Point. Two goals, three assists from Nugent Hopkins. Goal and three assists from Eberly. Three goals and an assist with 15 shots from Philip Forsberg. Two goals, two assists from Blake Wheeler. Three assists and three defense points from Tyson Berry. On Tom's end, he got a win 67 saves, a one-nine-three goals against, and a 9.44 save percentage from Marc Andre Fleury. Three goals, two assists, five STPs from Kevin Fiala. Three assists from Tyler Toffoli, 39 faceoffs from Nick Suzuki. Josh beat Chris 9-3. to uh, Josh really um, announcing he's here for real and to stay, potentially, depending on if he can uh do Apollo for that final playoff spot. Um, Josh got a win, 19 saves, a 1.0 goals against, and a 9.50 save percentage from Gustafson. Uh, speaking of goalies, I'd like to take this time to uh, pour one out in honor of John Gibson. Really? Um, Reading that now, I missed an opportunity to talk about that with Josh on the pod, but eh, is what it is. Um, Josh also got 10 hits from Charlie, uh, Noel Achari, uh, a goal and three assists from Kyle Connor, goal and three assists from Andre Burakovsky, three goals, four assists, five SDPs from Kucherov, two goals, two assists, four defense points from Adam Fox, Goal, 4 assists, 5 defense points, and 3 STPs from Drew Dowdy, 3 goals, 2 assists, 15 shots, and 4 STPs from Kempe. 2 goals, 2 assists, 3 STPs from Kachuk. 3 goals, 2 assists from Konechny. 10 hits from Trocek. On Chris's end, he got a win, 38 saves, a 1-0 goals against, and a 9 save percentage from Aiden Hill. 10 blocks from Shabbat, Goal, 4 assists, 16 shots from McKinnon. Goal and three assists from Kadri. Three assists and defense points from Seth Jones. Notably, one less defense point than Adam Fox had. A goal, four assists from Dylan Larkin. Two goals, two assists each from Sagan and Pavelski. And lastly, Radko Gudis racking up 13 hits. The middle matchup here, we have Kevin just beating off constantly. Only eight to 4, though. Not really putting in the work to, to truly beat off as constantly as, you know, some of the rest of us have, but... I mean, you know, hey, beating off constantly is beating off constantly. Um, two, two wins, 46 saves, a 1-5 goals against, and a nine three nine save percentage from Jack Campbell, finding his game a little bit in recent weeks. We'll see if that uh, holds up. Two goals, two assists from Brock Besser, two goals, three assists from Jack Hughes, a goal and four assists from Parson, who continues to have a fantastic rookie year for Nashville for a player whom admittedly I did not know of before the season started. I got three assists from Roslevic, goal and three assists from Kairu. three goals, three assists from Patrick Laine. Um, On the side of off constantly, we got zero wins, 33 saves, a 6.0 goals against, and an 846 save percentage from John Gibson. We got zero wins, 23 saves, a 3.97 goals against, and an 852 save percentage from Jacob Markstrom, three assists from Tara Viden, 11 hits from Sissons, goal and three assists from Faraby. 17 shots and 10 hits from Svechnikov, 3 goals from Jesper Pratt, 14 hits from Wi-Fi, 4 assists and defense points from Severson, 10 hits from Nino Niederreiter. goal 4 assists, 5 defense points from Vince Dunn, 3 assists from Sharon Govich, 3 assists and 16 shots from Zach Hyman. We have Alex a beating Barry 10 to 1 to 1. Alex got two wins, 82 saves, a 198 goals against and a 932 save percentage from Shosturkin. 22 goals, three defense points from Yossi. 22 shots, sorry. Uh, Two goals, two assists from Matt Ciccarello. Uh, Three defense points from Montour and Ekblad. Two goals, two assists from Gino Malkin. Goal and four assists with four STPs from Steven Stamkos. Goal and three assists from Tavares. Three assists, 23 hits, and three defense points from Luke Shen. Very strong week from him. Uh, 3 goals, 2 assists from Rantanen, 4 goals, 3 assists, 25 shots from McDavid, 13 hits from Larson, 15 shots from Sam Bennett. On Barry's end, tw- uh, 16 shots from Dubois, 3 assists from Kuzmenko, 3 goals and an assist, 3 STPs, and 16 shots from Cole Caulfield, 15 shots from Dylan Cousins, 2 goals, 5 assists, 7 defense points from Quinn Hughes, 3 defense points from Makar, 2 goals, 4 assists for Ehlers, Goal and three assists, four defense points from Deline, four assists and defense points from Bouchard, three assists from Huberto. Goal, three assists from Brandon Hagel, two goals, two assists, and four defense points from Keandre Miller. And lastly, Ronnie beats Ping 9-3 to to win the belt. Again, the belt is back home in the Blue Water area where it belongs and where it will hopefully stay for at least a few weeks. Uh, We got a win 80 saves, a 130 goals against, and a 9.52 save percentage from Elias Sorokin, who had some really bad win loss luck this week. Uh, we got two goals, three assists, and four STPs from Scott Lawton, who apparently is fantastic. Uh, a goal, three assists, and 43 face offs from Bill Horvat. Goal, four assists, five defense points from Mo Sider. 18 hits from Lowry. 11 hits apiece from Ferraro and Pionk. Two goals, two assists, 42 face offs from Sasha Barkov. Goal, and five assists from Yanni Gord. Two goals, four assists, fifteen shots from Sebastian Ajo, fifteen shots from Mikhail Backlund, and four assists from Jacob Chikrin. On Ping's end, two goals or two wins, fifty-five saves, a one-five goals against and a nine forty-eight save percentage from Freddie Anderson, three goals from McCann, eleven blocks from Savard, three goals, two assists, thirty-eight face-offs from Scheifley, three goals, four assists from Lucas Raymond, ten hits from JG Pajot. Three defense points from Dougie Hamilton, two goals, two assists from Kirill Kaprizov, a goal, and three assists from Oliver Bjorkstrand. Uh, Records for the week, Barry set a new record for defense points in a week, and Barry now holds the top three spots for defense points in a week. So congratulations to Barry for finding one category in hockey he's good at. Um, The category leaders for the week, we got Alex with 27 goals. Alex and Barry splitting assists at 45 apiece. Real, real bad luck for Alex here. This is the second consecutive week he has shared the lead for assists. And both weeks, he shared it with his opponent for the week. So he's led the league in assists two weeks in a row and still can't even get a category win in assists in the last two weeks. Ronnie with 330 faceoffs, Alex with 235 shots, Alex with 128 hits, Paolo with 79 blocks, Barry with 28 defense points, Alex with 25 STPs, Ping and Alex splitting 5 wins, Paolo with 219 saves, Ronnie with a 2-1-4-1 goals against, and Alex with a 9-2-3-4 save percentage. Players of the Week, Ilias Pedersen for Paolo was the forward, Quinn Hughes for Barry was the defenseman, Ilias Sorokin for Ronnie was the goalie. Skaters for uh, Barry's top five, Quinn Hughes for Barry, Drew Doughty for Josh, Connor McDavid for Alex, Settle for Paulo, and Moe Sider for Ronnie. Goalies for Martin Jones for Alex, Jack Campbell for Kevin, and Ilya Sorokin for Ronnie. Let's go ahead now and pull up the old standings, see how things are going on over there after a an interesting a week of results. If we're being honest here um we got a new first place in the league in hockey and it's the walleye <laughs> let's go uh feels really good you know to be about two-thirds of the way through the season probably a little bit more to be honest with you at this point and uh the walleye are in first place i a bit skeptical we hold on to that because just a half game behind us is Alex. Um Chris is now five games back. Uh, fourth and fifth are Paolo and Josh. They're each 21 games back, but as I mentioned on the interview, uh Paolo just happens to have two more wins while Josh has more ties. Uh Ping is in sixth, 35 and a half games back. Barry in seventh, 44 games back. Kevin in eighth, 49 games back. Uh, Mike and Nathan, 65.5 games back, and Tom, a, an impressive 73.5 games back in dead last. Um, at this point, um, myself, Alex, and Chris are basically locked for the top three seeds. We'll be infighting to see how those seeds actually play out. And then the final playoff spot to me is really a two-horse race at this point. It's either Paolo or Josh. Um, Ping is just a little too far back, I think. And then once you get to the, the Barry-Kevin uh off constantly in tom here just none of those guys are really even close enough at this point we're, we're too far into the season for any of them to make any enough headway and then pop it over at the scoreboard here seeing how the standings could potentially move after uh this week we got first place the walleye and the fourth place uh paulo second place alex and eighth place kevin Third place Chris and seventh place Barry. Sixth place Ping and ninth place off constantly. Tenth place Tom and fifth place Josh. So in theory this should be a real a real smash spot for Josh to jump into the fourth seed potentially. Um see Alex and Alex and myself both have, you know, or I have the stiffest competition of the top three seeds here. So we'll see if um, Alex or Chris can gain enough ground on me this week, or if the walleye can just straight-up out-muscle Paolo. Not overly optimistic about that, but we'll see how that goes. Alrighty, we'll finish up with some basketball. Uh, first matchup is Ping beating Keefe 5-4. Ping got a six one nine field goal percentage for Morris, 87-23, with a five fifty four field goal perfect from the free throw line and seven steals from Kawhi Leonard 86 points 11 three-pointers from Mitchell 92 21 21 with 14 three-pointers from Murray uh, seven blocks and 12 threes from Lopez and 909 from the line from Hunter Keith got 600 field goal percentage from Shangun 42 boards eight blocks 586 field goal percentage from Okongwu. 91 38 and 33 with 923 from the line from Giddy 83 points, 553 from the field, and 11 three-pointers from Spencer Dinwiddie. 74 points and 12 stocks from Jeremy Grant. And then 10 three-pointers apiece from Porter Jr. and P.J. Washington. Um, Michael Porter Jr., of course, because there's like 50 Porter Juniors in the league at this point. Uh, We got Mike beating Josh 5-4. 112, 24, and 14 stocks from SGA. 80 points from Kuzma. 7 steals and perfect from the free throw line with Gary Trent Jr., Uh, 75 points, 577 from the field, and 10 three-pointers from Terry Rochier. Eight blocks from Triple J. 90 points, seven steals, 529 from the field, and 11 three-pointers from Franz Wagner. Uh, 704 from the field from Allen. On Josh's end, 909 for the line from Schroeder. 78, 18, and 35 with 10 three-pointers from Drew Holiday. Eight steals from Caruso. 77 points, a 560 field goal percentage, and a perfect 1,000 for the line from Malcolm Brogdon, 93 and 27 from Clarkson, 13 three-pointers from Heald, 25 assists and 581 from the field from T.J. McConnell. You got Nathan beating Murph 5-4, to four. 9 steals from Bancaro, 39 rebounds, 39 assists, and a 743 field goal percentage from Nikola Jokic. 9.29 from the line from Maxie for Murph, along with 78 points and 5.78 from the field from Siakam. And then 7.06 from the field from Boucher. We got Chris beating Tevin, 6-3. Chris got three pointers from OG. Uh, 93, 31, and 30 from Luca, 5.63 from the field from Tobias Harris. 82 points, 26 assists from De'Aaron Fox. 7.30 from the field from Markel Fultz. 74, 57, and 41 from Sabonis. What a line that is. Uh, 117, 27, and 19 with 10 three-pointers from Zach Levine. 11 three-pointers from Connaughton. Got 77 points and 26 assists and a perfect 1,000 from the free-throw line from Trey Jones as Kevin's only standout on the week. Uh, We have Paolo beating Nutt 5-4. 12 three-pointers from Desmond Bain. 104 and 63 from Randall. Nice week from him. 73, 28, and 23 from Russell Westbrook. 697 from the field for Gordon. Uh, 95, 31, and 54, 593 from the field, and 15 three-pointers from James Harden, who turned by the clock a little bit this week, uh, 38 rebounds, and 731 from the field from Plumlee. And then on nuts end, we got 636 from the field from McDermott, 87 points, 30 assists from Ball, 89 points, 26 uh, rebounds, 935 from the line, and 10 three-pointers from Sadiq Bey. Uh 102 points, 667 from the field, 18 three-pointers from Harrison Barnes, and then 944 from the line from Trey Young. Penultimate matchup sees Alex beat Sean 7 2 to retain the belt. Alex got 970 for the free throw line from Jimmy Butler, 8 blocks and 568 from the field from Jakob Pertl, 116, 38 and 22, with 926 from the line and 13 three pointers from Jason Tatum, 98 points, 47 boards, 581 from the field, and 10 three pointers from Nikola Vukovic, Vucevic. Uh, 5.83 from the field from Horford. And then 91 points on 12 three-pointers from C.J. McCollum. On Sean's end, 77 points. And Anthony Edwards was also perfect from the line. Uh, Killian Hayes had 30 assists. Mann had 5.71 from the field. And we got 12 three-pointers from Javon Carter. Uh, I didn't expect Javon Carter to be a in this recap at any point in time, but I want to point out that I did like his game in college. thought he had a pretty good tournament his final year, and uh, yeah, so it's good to see him him in here. And lastly, yours truly, beating Barry 6-3 to um, in a matchup where, might I add, I had quite a few fewer games played this week, so pretty strong win to, to take down the defending champ like that. We got 8 steals from Draymond, 10 stocks from Wiggins, 10 blocks, and 682 from the field from Walker Kessler. 156 points, 24 assists, and 15 threes, along with 554 from the field and 956 from the free throw line for Damian Lillard. We'll hear about him more later. Got 73 points, 32 boards, 675 from the field from Valentunas, 76 points, 37 boards, 574 from the field from Yusuf Nurkic. 16 three-pointers from Clay Thompson. 10 three-pointers and 917 from the line from Simons. 10 three-pointers from Curry. 900 from the line from Jordan Poole. On Barry's end, Bruce Brown with 12 stocks, 131, 39, and 566 in the field for Embiid. Nine steals, nine blocks, 39 boards from Mitchell Robinson. Very nice week from him. Uh, Perfect from the free throw line was Damian Lee. Kristaps Porzingis went 900 from the line. And Jalen Brunson had a very strong week, 139 points, 23 boards, 20 assists, 516 from the field, and 12 three-pointers. Categories here, Nutt recorded the second-worst block total in a single week. Uh, for the field goal, or for the category leaders, field goal percentage, Keith with five one, or fifty one, or five one five zero from the field, uh, Nut with eight six four four from the line, Ronnie with ninety three threes, Alex with three hundred twenty five rebounds, Chris two hundred twenty six assists, Ping with fifty four steals, Mike with forty three blocks, Murph with thirty six turnovers, and Ronnie with eight hundred and fifteen points. And player of the week for Alex was Damian Lillard. For the walleye, Damian Lillard becomes just the second player in walleye history to win a Player of the Week award, um, alongside Steph Curry, who has multiple. (laughs) Uh, And he also joins uh, Isaiah Stewart to have any accolade during the season at all, who uh, Isaiah Stewart was last year's All-Rookie Center. So yeah, Dame joins a very select group of walleye success. Uh, Hopefully by the end of the year, there'll be more of that. And Barry's top five, Lillard for Ronnie, Harden for Paolo, Brunson for Barry, SGA for Mike, and Embiid also for Barry. Take a look now at the standings. Alex still out in front with a 10.5 game lead on the Walleye, who currently sit in second place. Chris is 13.5 games back. Ping is 15.5 games back. Barry is 18.5 games back. Josh is 19 games back. Uh, The next few teams are the ones currently sitting outside of a playoff spot keith in seventh 23 games back mike in eighth 24 games back nathan in ninth twenty-four and a half games back paolo in 10th 35 and a half games back kevin in 11th 42 games back murph in 12th 45 and a half games back sean in 13th and a half and a half games back N- nuts in 14th 56 games back Take a look now at the scoreboard. Who is playing who this week? We have the 2nd place Walla in 7th place Keith, which should be a good one. We got 14th place Nut in 13th place Sean in a tank bowl. As I said, Sean, what are we doing here with this trade? You got to lose this matchup, buddy. Uh, we got Alex in 1st place versus Chris in 3rd place. Paolo in 10th versus Murph in 12th. Kevin in 11th versus Josh in 6th. Uh, Nathan in 9th versus Barry in 5th. Mike in eighth versus Ping in fourth. Could be a good chance for Josh to gain a little bit more ground on the teams behind him as the seventh-place team is facing me, Uh, the eighth-place team is facing fourth-place Ping, and the ninth-place team is facing fifth-place Barry. So Josh got to hope for some, some favorites to win those matchups this week for his sake. So that is basketball for the week. That is recaps for the week. And that is... The pod for the week thank you again to uh josh for coming on always like talking to josh i think he's a real good interview for these things and i hope you all enjoy this one so i will end it here and i will catch you all next time